Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode six in the book of Revelation. I'm on a plane. Sorry about that. Trust me, if you listen to this, it's going to be worth it. Today's title is When You See Jesus. So I was going to think about what does Jesus look like because John's going to get an eyeful of what Jesus looks like. But the point of the today is we are going to see the same thing as he does. So you're going to see this someday. All right. This is from Revelation chapter 1. I'm going to start in verse 12. Then I turned to see the voice that was speaking to me, and on returning I saw the seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the lampstands, one like the Son of Man. Then here today we're going to find out what he looks like. Clothed with a long robe and a golden sash around his chest. The hairs of his head were white, like white wool, like snow. His eyes were like the flame of fire. His feet were like burnished bronze refined in a furnace, and his voice was like the roar of many waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, from his mouth came a sharp two-edged sword, and his face was like the sun shining in full strength. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. All right, so we see that Jesus is in, in a place. He's standing amidst his people. We talked about that before. That is his churches. And he's standing in the middle of the seven churches that he's got a few things to say to. Now, his form is that of a man. And it, it, this is Jesus's big choice to come and be part of this world and humanity. We find that he's clothed. He's robed and he's sashed. He's clothed with this long road, robe and uh this is the same outfit that the angels that are uh, coming forth from his hand are going to be clothed in. So this private vision that John gets here and he shares it with us is he makes it public, you know, in a historic way. But here's the thing is you're going to see a similar vision someday. So let's pay attention. All right. His hair is white as snow, white as wool maybe reflecting his purity he's got holy hair or wise hair and then his eyes this is one of my favorite his eyes were like a flame of fire and uh one of my friends just loves bonfires loves making big fires and and watching the, the flames so why is it that campfires are a thing why is it that bonfires are a thing well maybe because this flames that that are representative of Jesus' eyes, maybe it's because it reminds us of him and it reminds us of home and it reminds us of our Savior's eyes that we will one gaze into. So we gaze into the campfire and we gaze into Jesus' eye, Jesus' eyes. You know, these aren't blue eyes or green eyes or brown eyes. These are eyes of flame. And maybe by staring into a campfire, we're saying, and Jesus is saying to us, hey, I know you, I see you, I truly see you. And for, for purposes of a campfire, the bigger the better. All right, the feet are burnished bronze. They sparkle and they're solid and they're uh, gleaned and refined, uh, maybe reflecting ability and power especially. And then the voice. Okay, so I don't know if you've ever ridden on the Maid of the Mist um, uh, up at uh, Niagara Falls, but the Maid of the Mist sells two things. They, they sell a site because you, you go right to the base of the falls as it crashes into the water. So that's pretty spectacular. But more so, in my opinion, what they sell is the roar. They sell this exact thing. They sell the roar of many waters. It's the roar.
roar of many waters, powerful, overwhelming, and humbling for anybody who, who, who does that. You'll never forget it if you ride the Maid of the Mist. I recommend it. And in, this, in, the, in, the, in his hand is the seven stars. Now, those are the angels of the seven churches. And those are kind of uniformed, heavenly beings that he's going to bring forth uh, into doing some wrath just like all obedient angels do 100% of the time. So they're controlled by and sent forth by his his hand. And then from his mouth, again, the two-edged sword, it's in uh, Ephesians, it's in Hebrews. In Hebrews it says the word is living and active, and still is, and is whenever we see Jesus too, it last forever. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. Um, it is going to separate... Uh, all the way down to the marrow, so it's going to expose marrow, and that is very significant in that uh, it, it shows us that these open fractures of the soul, that's what the Word does. It's definitely a weapon, and it's going to war against them in the book of Revelation. All right, so the response here uh, from John is very clear. He falls at the Lord's feet. Now, part of that is fear and terror and dread. And for those that don't know him, it's it's wailing, uh, as it says earlier in chapter 1. Versus, hey, this is another way you could fall down. It's like, Lord, I've been waiting for you. I've been desperate for you. I cannot believe that you're finally here. Uh, I don't have to stare at campfires anymore. I get you. I, I can still be in awe in you and trust your word. So this private audience of John becomes this very, very public audience for us now and then for us in the, in the future. So believe it or not, believe whether you believe this or not, this is a fact. You're going to see Jesus like, and let's, you know, you're not going to be the first to see him. You're not going to be the last to see him. The Son of Man is coming on the clouds with great power and glory. So you're going to see all of this. And the, the big question, of course, is are you ready? Are you ready for his big brown feet of power? Are you are you ready for his his voice of Niagara Falls? Are you ready for his angels that he can send forth? Are you ready for the intimacy of his burning eyes? Are you ready for his holy hair? So let's be ready. Don't be a person who wails at the end of this. Be a person who's ready to worship, who stands in awe or falls down in awe even better in relief and ascribe holiness and power to him. I want you to be ready. I want you to be able, as it says in 2 Timothy, uh, I want you to be able to love his appearing. That's from 2 Timothy 4.8. That's how love is appearing. Why we fall down at the appearance of this wonderful sight of Jesus. You're going to see this someday.